Hello there and welcome to So You Think That Was Good Do You, where we'll be giving our thoughts on the fourth instalment of Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm Evan, and as always, I'm joined by two lovely boys, always two there are, no more, no less. It's Sam and Carl. Confirm your existence for me, boys. Hello, boys. Um, just, just to let you know, you've just um, set a little rule there. Always two, no more, no less. So I feel like I should take this opportunity to say I'm not going to be here next week. <laughs> <laughs> so I hope okay. you've got a replacement. Never more, sometimes less. <laughs> do or do not, there is also try. I can't believe you just threw away one of our best lines. Yeah, well, might as well be here. I know you boys hate this, but how are you? Not good, mate. I, uh, I think I owe an apology after last week. Go on. I said that James Earl Jones was back for the Darth Vader voice because I read it online and I believe everything I read online. <laughs> and then it's been confirmed since that in the credits it says the re-speecher that was also credited for the voice that did Luke Skywalker in oh. Boba Fett. So AI is So yeah, uh, obviously very talented actor, very different roles. Excited to see what they do next. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so that's something that, that I mentioned. I just thought that, you know, it's not enough that, we, that we're inspired by a, a certain other podcast um, <laughs> or that we, you know, steal their formats. I thought we should take the next step and start stealing their actual facts as well. <laughs> stealing their research as well. Stealing their research. <laughs> They bothered to stick around for the end credits. We didn't, but you know, we've caught up. Please, neither of you start talking in an Australian accent or else we will get a copyright. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yes, um, it's been quite an interesting one to read about. Re-speecher. Some people are complaining because as an actor, it's your voice. It's kind of important to who you are and your job. And you don't get to decide how, like what emotions you put into a performance. It's decided by a computer. And I just thought, you know, uh, quite interesting and new information to me and Sam that you can put emotion in your voice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, where do we get this computer? We should get one of those. Sam's not here next week, but we've got the re-speecher, so he's going to be more fun than ever. We can auto-tune a bit of emotion out of Evan's voice and into ours. (laughs) I also have to admit a mistake from not last episode, but from the first episode we, we recorded on the chapters one and two of Obi Wan. I embarrassingly said Sorry, we're all that um, Darth Maul was the one to kill the Grand Inquisitor in Rebels, and so he couldn't have died in the first episode. That was very wrong. Darth Maul does kill two Inquisitors. Well, he kills one and helps kill another in Rebels. He kills the fifth brother, I believe, which is. Um, the guy from the Fast and Furious in this series, you know, a scary voice. Ah, yeah. Um, but uh, it's actually Kanan Jarrus, the, the main, one of the main Jedis from that series who defeats the Grand Inquisitor and then he lets himself fall to death saying there's, uh, there's more to fear than death. So there you go. There's your little fact for you. So, I apology. I, I do apologise, fans out there. <laughs> so are you saying that, so the Grand Inquisitor, the guy who we are meant to believe has died... You're saying that he is alive in Rebels, and that does take place afterwards. Yes, that so, takes place after this. So he should still be alive. So we're, But we haven't seen him yet. Oh, no, yeah. Well, this is what I was going to say. Um, I read an interview with... I read an interview with one of the writers 
he was asked about this, asked if they'd broken canon with killing him off, and yes. he said he'd uh-huh. never break canon. So I think we will, yeah, we, we're going to see That him. is good news. <laughs> that is good. Because people are already pretty pissed off for, to be fair, horrific and wrong reasons. Uh, but breaking law, that that's maybe equates to the yeah. same amount of is anger. It, but is it that horrific and Slightly wrong? less insane people. I mean, her running is weird. I'm talking about the racism. Oh, okay. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thought I was about to learn something new about you. I want to, if we're going to, if we're going to um, tiptoe down this path, I did want to say that uh, one of the things that I really liked about this episode is it's, it's a little bit, it's fairly Reva heavy. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I enjoyed the character development and everything. That was great. But more than that, I enjoyed just knowing how many incels are sitting there just raging, <laughs> boiling over. And she was really good in this episode too. Yeah, I thought so. Which would make them even more angry. I, I, I did feel a bit sorry for her. Oh, absolutely. Um, in that she had to pose as a threat to Leia when we all know she's going to be fine. I think that's quite a difficult... Like, we all know like she dies on a plane in about... 40 years time a plane <laughs> she's a gonna plane. get out of this scene <laughs> yeah that was a bit dark wasn't it <laughs> oh bloody hell um so let's get started then so this episode kicks off pretty much with us seeing the inquisitor base fortress inquisitorius that's sick Oof, what, what, what a what name do you guys think of that yeah that's sick isn't it that was good is that the th- i mean it sounds a bit latin well, yeah, I um, imagine it is. It's. I feel like it's a bit of a departure from Space the normal. Romans. Yeah, it's. I don't know. There's probably uh, there's probably some reasoning behind that that I don't understand. It it stood out a bit against all of the d- d- um, Death Star and Destroyer <laughs> and quite you know basic sounding uh, Empire Star ships Wars. and bases. Wasn't yeah. gobbledygook enough for you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that colloquially they just call it a uh, big fuck off explosion base, star death. Freck Fortress. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, you two both have semi played uh, Jedi Fallen Order, right? I semi played it. Yeah, you're not finished it. I, I'm no. aware that this place, oh, I'm now aware that this place comes into the story. Yes, you finished just, the um, game here. Oh, okay, well. Yeah, so you get quite Cheers a good in-depth look at that. Before we get into the show, since he brought it up, oh, I, um, his name's Cal Kestis, right? Cal Kestis, Fallen yes. Order is set five years before this, and the sequel's set five years after. Oh, is that, that a fact? Sorry. Yeah, the sequel's going to be set around the same time as this. Do you reckon we're going to see a crossover? The actor oh, looks exactly like his so. character in the... Oh, the, the sequel the of the game. Sorry, I thought you meant sequel, the movie sequels. Oh, it's because I talk like an idiot. But... Um, yeah, I think no, I know what I mean. I think we might have discussed this on a previous episode, but I think it's almost definite that we'll see Carl Kestis as one of the Jedi. Uh, not in this series, I don't think, but but coming up maybe in Ashoka. Uh, why did I say it like that? Ashoka, uh, we'll, we'll see him in that. Um, I think this isn't the right space to introduce Carl Kestis because, you know, this is kind of for all... Original prequel Star Wars fans, yes, for those who like the games as well. But if you you bring in a Jedi, only some of us are meant to recognise. Um, I don't think that go down a well. And also, it, you know, kind of conflicts with what we're supposed to be thinking about, which is Darth Vader and, and Obi Wan at this point. Um, 
But I'm very excited to see Carl Kestis in this universe, for sure. I'm excited to see the robot. Oh, the robot's awesome. BD1. I, 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 He's I a cute fell guy, for that right? completely. Yeah, yeah I, I, I knew 100% what they were doing, and I thought he was great. There was a BD1 droid in The Mandalorian. Um, I can't remember her name, but the lady who owns the shipyard that the Mandalorian flies to and has all the little droids oh, that yeah. the Mandalorian doesn't want, like. She has a BD1 droid, I believe. Okay. Yeah. There you go. I mean, uh, well, when that turns out to be false, you can apologise next week. Yes. Yeah, so, well, it's, it's something to talk about, isn't it? I'll just say as many wrong things <laughs> as I can so we can fill time next week. So if you two if you two are fans of BD1, is it? Yeah. If you two fans of that, how, how do you feel about the little ladybird that is getting so much screen time now? Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Uh, it serves it, yeah. its purpose now in this episode. I was wondering why there was so much screen time for it when it didn't have too much of a personality. And it's not as if Leia interacts a lot with it. But uh, it, we're jumping ahead a bit. But there's a tracker in it now, right? There is. Uh, no, yes. we're not there yet. So- <laughs> <laughs> Haven't watched that yet. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm watching it as we do this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, everybody on Okay, we'll go slow. <laughs> <laughs> um... Okay, I've written a note here, but I've already failed myself because I put the path HQ is on Jabim, brackets, research. I haven't done that. Let's move on. <laughs> oh, no, wait, we can't move on. Oh, actually, no, yeah, we have to worry. move on. So I'm sure one I was... of our favourite podcasts will research it at some point yes. and we can talk about it then. <laughs> yeah, we'll cover that next week. Um, well, Sam, you actually mentioned that you have a brief sort of plot idea in your head for what happened. Do you want to give us a rundown of what happened in this episode? Oh, that's not... Hold on. Okay. You, this unfair first of me. all, I wanted to ask about. You can't throw that mat at me. Can't drop that shit on my head. Um, first, I wanted to ask about Jabin. Now, you say you haven't researched this, but I feel like maybe you've got enough background knowledge just latent in your head. Um, we've seen a couple of. Well, we've mentioned a couple of times that, you know, you said Yoda hides on planet I've forgotten the name of. Dagobah. Because it. Dagobah because it hides his like uh, force presence and uh, Vader stays on Mephisto. Mustafa. Mephisto confirmed. <laughs> Sorry, yeah. <laughs> he stays on Mustafa to to, uh, to hide his to hide his force. So this is a planet full of Jedi. Are force. we assuming that there's some kind of <laughs> some kind of similar deal here do you know of anything like that um i'm not sure if there was confirmed jedi there the guy does mention that you know his kids with force powers but i don't think anyone outrightly states that jedi are on that planet or whether or not that's just like the main ferrying up whether the operation runs from and they move people elsewhere it'd be a bit silly to hide them all in the same place wouldn't it which i know contradicts what i said last week which is i hope they're all together i don't think that makes too much sense but um well, this episode we saw that a lot of Jedi are together, we're just not alive. <laughs> we did see them together. Okay, so with absolutely no prep whatsoever, I'm going to try and do a vague recap of the plot. Love it. Might have to cut this out because it might be complete gibberish. Um, so anyway, we open on Obi-Wan being plopped into a back to tank and quite a heavy-handed comparison between him and Vader. Um from there, he hops straight out uh, before he has any time to heal, which, you know, as soon as he did it, I was like, oh, he's not healed. He's not, you know, up to full power 
um, how how these injuries going to affect him in this episode. Uh, they don't. He's fine. He's all good. He can go full. That's full. forgotten. Um, and then we move into what is basically a rescue mission. Um, so Leia is in Fortress Inquisitorius. Yeah, and maybe nice. Tala and Obi Wan have to uh, go and uh, infiltrate, based purely on uh, the assumption that Tala's cover has not been broken. So, <laughs> fingers crossed that's okay. <laughs> and fingers crossed there's some kind of unguarded underwater hatch that they can swim through. So, you know, they're really flying on a prayer at this point, but it all goes well. Um, and they sneak through the hallways, the quite quiet, un- uh, you know, unguarded hallways, and um, and rescue her. But not before Reva has a chance to sneak a little tracker on board yeah. and kill the guy who I'm having to check my notes to remember his name, Wade, oh Wade. who we got about four what? seconds of dialogue from, <laughs> and then we're expected to feel sad about. But we heard his name almost as much as we heard Goblin King in Labyrinth. Well, where's <laughs> Wade? Who? Who? <laughs> Wade, that classic Star Let's Wars character. What? I can't wait to buy his figure. It comes in separate pieces. <laughs> it comes encased in amber just for you. <laughs> Tell you what, what I loved about this episode, though, is that on his infiltration mission, Obi-Wan once again decides to show up dressed as a Jedi. <laughs> whilst infiltrating an Imperial base. Yeah, she must have zero, a spare zero uniform. I, I just loved the idea. That this was my little headcanon going on, was that he was still just walking around an Imperial base dressed as a Jedi, saying, a Jedi? I wouldn't know one if I saw one. I'm but a humble farmer. <laughs> like he's got a string on his back, he keeps stepping on by accident. <laughs> a Jedi. A Jedi. <laughs> and he still fucking reeks at this point as well. Oh, actually, no, he just had a bath on his swim day. So, yeah. confirmed. He still he's smells clean. of fish. <laughs> <laughs> just different species of fish. Um,. Well, yeah, that was a little flying visit to the plot, but a fair amount happened in this. It had some good fight scenes. It had some interesting, you know, little twists and turns. How did you two find this episode? What was your kind of overall... Well, I'll go first, if you don't mind, Cole. It was pretty much what Uh... I... Nope, I know you don't mind. (laughs) It was pretty much what I expected. You know, after the big spectacle of last week, finally we got Vader and a a little fight with Obi-Wan. Now we've got more of a contained episode where they're just running about and it's a bit of a rescue mission, like you said. Um, but having said that, I, I I enjoyed this episode, you know. I wasn't thrilled. I didn't stand up and shout Star Wars like I did last week, but I did enjoy this. Right. Are you there, Carl? It was pretty much what I expected after the big spectacle. <laughs> <laughs> we don't plagiarise from each other, just other podcasts. <laughs> no, uh, um... I was sat there thinking, oh, I was I was actually going to say it was what I expected. But no, um, I was a little confused by the Jedi stored in amber thing. That wasn't something I'd heard of beforehand, but it did add to a new thought I've had. In that the real reason that Reva and Darth Vader are hunting for Obi-Wan is not because of all the past stuff. Or Obi-Wan. <laughs> it's purely... 
almost a bit like Pokemon Go or Pokemon Cards. He's like a shiny, and they're both after him to get him on that wall. Yeah, I was going to say, this collection of Jedi is like their little Funko Pop collection of all the of all the different Jedis. They've got to collect them all. It's like Panini stickers from the 90s. I can't see any other reason why they're collecting them and popping them in there. I could be wrong, so prepare for me to apologise next week, but I don't think we've seen this before. I think this is the first time we've seen people like keep this it isn't... like that. Uh, specifically Jedi. I know... Um... I had a quick Google, and like people have been identifying yes. the different um, people. I recognised the uh, first one. The little boy who's in Revenge of the Sith. And yeah, the first one they had down as Jedi Master Platy June. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Love a very callback. Good. Thank you. <laughs> well, while we're on this, this was a note I was saying for later, but that first Jedi that the camera lingers on and Obi-Wan seems to recognise is Jedi Master Terra Sanub. Or Sanube, I can't remember which. That's what I said. <laughs> it's weirdly close. Uh, he was in the Jedi Council before the invasion of Naboo and starred in... Starred in, he's a fictional character. He was in uh, The Clone Wars in an episode with Ahsoka uh, where she was trying to retrieve her lightsaber back from a criminal in the Coruscant Underworld. So there you go, everyone who needed to jack off to that. <laughs> Good facts. I'm impressed that they managed to keep all the Jedi intact as well as they did, considering mm. all of their weapons they fight with kind of really fuck things up. They blast holes, they burn stuff. Especially that young little boy still had the same shock yeah. face that we saw him have in Revenge of the Sith, as if he died in that very yeah. moment. Yeah. Well, I can slice those up. Or they just They're took like, a picture from that, that scene. They should have stitched him back together <laughs> and reclothed him to get him in that thing. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe they've got him. Maybe they have an amazing, like, taxidermist there who just spent the time posing him after. Jedi taxidermist. <laughs> New job. No, no, no. He had this look on his face when I saw him, and I want you to get that. How do you have they've got to have someone sit in the room and pull the face for eight hours while he tries to get it right on the kid. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Oh. Well, yeah, that is that is a bit ahead. That we are jumping a little bit, you know, through the plot. First, I'm happy to jump around. First, Tala has to get into the base, and you know, how could she possibly? She's um, she she scans her card. She comes up as well in red. I don't know what that means, but clearly there's some kind of alert on her, and she just kind of shit talks the guard for a minute, and he goes, "Oh yeah, okay, you can go in." How does that work? I think I think he doesn't actually know what classified means and he just didn't want to admit it. <laughs> Do you know what classified means? It doesn't mean you get, you're allowed he in. He wasn't the first person to get shit talked in this episode <laughs> when Obi-Wan uh, is trying to convince you know, the guy on the base to help them find Leia. He is like full against that at first and then he, yeah. he says, well, you have to help me. And then he does, the guy who didn't want to do it does a speech to himself convinces himself to say yes like both their mums are named Martha it was crazy <laughs> I mean it wasn't far off that all he had to say is you don't know what the Empire does he's like oh I'll show you well, I bloody do <laughs> final help been waiting to whip this anecdote up for ages I also had a wife <laughs> yeah there's a lot of 180s in this yeah um, yeah but yeah, yeah. So, so she manages to sneak past, not she doesn't sneak past, she walks straight past the guard with no kind of resistance. And that 
leads on to one of my favourite parts of this episode. She hops on a random computer that she finds <laughs> next to three other officers who are <laughs> who are <laughs> pretending to work. <laughs> because none of them do anything. Then a, th- a fifth officer comes up, taps her on the shoulder, says, you got to come with me. She walks maybe four paces away, <laughs> chokes him out. And the three other officers are just like, I'm I'm saying nothing. I'm gonna <laughs> pretending I'm really focused. Yeah. Did did that woman who's been sat next to us revealing her plan the entire time just go and beat the shit out of our superior <laughs> officer? His body in front of the door. <laughs> you know, the one the one with the walkie-talkie on her desk with the Jedi's voice coming out of it. Why doesn't she have an earpiece? Dunno. Doesn't matter. Why don't they have mute? It's crazy. Both her and Obi-Wan suffer a, oh no, my communicator's talking while bad guys are around moments. It's insane the, the technology the they don't have in this universe. Yeah. Yeah, they've got these just obnoxious walkie-talkies and that is the height of technology, apparently. And it's spherical, so you can't even hold it to your ear. It's like a little egg. <laughs> <laughs> But with that genius plan, she uh, that he gets in, she opens the door, he's in, and we get to see the um, breathe the Jedi mouth breathe. Well, mouth, fucking mouth breathe. I don't know <laughs> what it's called. But, <laughs> the Jedi mouth breathe. The breathing apparatus, apparatus yeah. from Phantom yes, Menace. Yes. I like that little callback. Call that. And um, he comes out of the water, and then we see another one of your bullshit force powers, Sam. Do we? As he's instantly, instantly dry, dry oh. for the entire episode. Force dry. dry. I didn't get that. <laughs> I missed that one. But yeah, you're right. Um, so at the he same also, time, when he's... Oh, go on. Well, I was going to say, at the same time, Leia is being interrogated by Reva. Inquisitor's yes. famously excellent at finding and killing Jedi, as we've already discussed, to have a room full of them. But Reva can't tell. There's one right in front of her. Yeah, I mean... She she tries to use her... I mean, this is another... It's a nuance attached to uh, bullshit force power of mind reading that she can't read Leia's mind, which, assume, I mean, it implies that, you know, Leia definitely has some kind of force powers in order to resist her. Yeah, yeah. Which is, again, I mean, this is just baffling to me that clearly we're being told Leia's got these force powers... Uh, Reva knows this. She's she's after Leia. She's captured Leia. She loses her. She's tracking her. All of this stuff, and then hop forward to whatever it is, ten, fifteen years to a new hope. Vader's got Leia, and he he, he doesn't say, "We know you're working with the Jedi because you were here when you were five years old." <laughs> And oh, don't worry. I'm sure George Lucas is on it. <laughs> I mean, there'll be another. There'll be another cut. Look, look. They would absolutely never break canon, never. But they might bend it slightly. No, we'll get a novel oh, in yeah. about six months that is all about how there was a fire at the Inquisitor Fortress and all the records were lost. Yeah, and actually, to be fair, we do know that Vader has awful memory because when he next meets Obi Wan, he'll say, "When we last met." <laughs> You were the master. Maybe they shared all this information, but they shared it on one of those little talky things and just someone couldn't listen at the time. <laughs> yeah, that's just true. Don't know. This is one thing I was wondering though when um watching it, like do you guys think we're gonna get like a definitive reason 
she isn't chosen over Luke now, because they're really selling her as potentially powerful. But we know that she doesn't go on to be the one who's chosen to train, so do you reckon they're going to give us an answer to why? Okay, so I can't say something within the context of this show, because this is newer, but the original plan, I believe, for George Lucas was there were going to be another three movies where Darth Maul was the main villain, um, having returned after the Clone Wars, and it would turn out that Leia was actually the chosen one all along. Obviously, those movies didn't get made. We got the sequels. I don't know how much better they would have been, how much worse they would have been. I can't say anything. And I don't know if they'd taken that, that little nugget and put that into the show, but it certainly seems like we're getting... Or maybe they're just trying to explain to us this is why Leia was able to force herself back into the, the plane uh, without any issue. Um yeah. I don't know. I feel like doing stuff like this, although I don't have a problem with it, they're, they're, they're raising more questions than the, were already being asked. Because what about that huge gap in the middle where she wasn't using powers? And she could have really fucking used them. But look, we've gone down a path of nitpicking. And the last thing I want to do is nitpick. No. So I want to jump ahead to um, the next one, the next scenes, where Leia is strapped into the little eye jabber machine. Yeah. And um, is that what this whole room is for? Because that's the only thing in it. Yeah. And also, the little spikes are at child, human child head height. Yeah. Is it only made for human children? Oh, I saw they've just got like a one-size-fits-all torture machine that you can just pop a kid right in and it'll know what to do. This is like a free... Like, I reckon they had an adult-only one, and they start having kids coming in, and they're like, oh, well, they can't fit in the machine. We'll have to get a new one put in. Get a new one and put it in its own room. <laughs> It's not an eye popping machine. What it does is it, it, it molds your face into like shock and or surprise. <laughs> it you in amber and then they can put you on a wall. Yeah, if she it's, hadn't it's been how saved. how you store your little um, child Jedi. If she hadn't been saved, that would have been the only thing. It would have just kind of mashed her face into a shocked, <laughs> a shocked look. It's just, just get the uh, Joker smile from Jack Nicholson. Just something that opens her mouth. It just slowly buzzes in and then lowers. <laughs> lowers and goes, goes up and down. Man, 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 man. You can choose on a scale of one to ten how surprised you should be. <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, we're so grown up. But that's what, in that scene where the, just after when Obi-Wan rescues her. Did we all enjoy the most NPC stormtrooper ever? Just two two lines that didn't fit the situation, but like it was all he was programmed yeah. to say. Just stood in the dark, couldn't see anything. Stand where you are. <laughs> I've got one now. Oh, okay. <laughs> Must have been the wind. Must have been the wind. Yeah, a lot of my main issue with this episode, uh, I mean, again, I don't want to nitpick, but it's just, it really, I'm... Um, illustrated how shit stormtroopers are at shooting there was a lot of shooting in small corridors in this episode and it was all bad everywhere but the person you want to hit to be fair they're not just shit at, um at shooting there's also uh, a scene where tala's been captured by two of them oh, and yes, yes. her walkie-talkie goes off so she spins around, smacks one on the head, and he spends about five <laughs> seconds stumbling, wobbling around. <laughs> Gives her tons of time to knock out the other guy. Okay, I think we've got a little list of things that Star Wars doesn't have that we do. We've got surveillance cameras, we've got mute functions <laughs> on any kind of phone, and then we've got handcuffs. Because there was no reason not to handcuff her. 
Yeah. Uh, this must be the moment where they invented them then, because we see them in a <laughs> oh, new true. true, true, true. <laughs> so we're seeing the time between. I do want to point out Leia was wearing handcuffs in this episode, but... Oh, yeah. Sorry, t- not to spoil the fun. <laughs> Fuck it. <laughs> they only have child size ones. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to go all the way to the other wing to get the adult, adult size stuff. <laughs> oh. We're expecting more children. <laughs> <laughs> this whole base is just set up for children. This whole base is just the child's torture and imprisonment. Speaking of, okay, getting a bit serious. Speaking of this whole base, um, there's a couple of references in this episode. They allude to how complex the base is and how mysterious it is, and how we don't know how far it goes down. We don't know what's in there. It's so mysterious. And all we see is the eye-jabbing room. So, do you think we're going to come back here? I think that was simply um, so when we saw the Jedi storage facility, we that's what yeah. was there. We, we saw what was there. The, the bit where he said, this is no mine, this is a tomb. Well, that's now how I remember it. I can't remember what he said, but I know he said this is the tomb, but no, you... as soon as he said okay, it, I was just... pause the video that you're watching because you finished the episode and it's gone on. It's looped onto the next video. <laughs> but he does say this is no something, this is a tomb. And yeah, it's just no brain brain. My brain's just instantly gimlied it and now I don't know what this he said. This is no Fortress Inquisitorious, this is a tomb. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's get back on track. So... Tala claims to Reva. Well, actually, before this, Tala calls Reva out of the room because Obi-Wan shouts down his talkie, make a distraction. <laughs> and that's it. That's all he says. She's like, what shall I do? Like, throw something or shout? <laughs> no, she, she, has, she calls up the, she calls up Reva. Really lucky that she made the right kind of distraction. But then she's got to justify herself. And she's like, oh, yeah, I'm a spy for the Empire. And I've been a spy for ages. I didn't tell anyone. Like, I didn't tell my boss or anything. But that's what I've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like you have to tell someone. Yeah. Oh, for sure. (laughs) If if you've made that your job now. Like, I can't just go to work and be like, no, I'm a spy now. (laughs) And then the mind reader goes, I don't know if you're lying yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah. you, you don't know if she's lying or not. I know she's fucking lying. She's so forgetful. <laughs> There's going to be like 10 minutes after they left, she's going to be like, fuck, I can read minds. <laughs> Shit. So yeah, in that time, uh, Obi-Wan rescues Leia. Oh, I love the method for how they hid Leia. Under the coat. Oh. <laughs> like it's two children on each other's shoulders pretending to be an adult. <laughs> I love that. It's just a really white guy. It's a good job she peered out. Because if there's one kind of identifying factor of the Empire, it's their rigid adherence to uniform. Yep. Everyone has to wear the uniform exactly, unless you're this tramp in a big coat. <laughs> I wouldn't even know what a Jedi looked like. <laughs> me? Don't mind me, I'm a farmer. I mean, an officer. <laughs> <laughs> officer Kenobi, at your service. <laughs> These are my two tiny legs. We've 
reached the near the end now. Um, so Tala, Obi Wan, and Leia under his coat. The three most obviously wanted people uh, are walking through the most highly populated area on a base that's on high alert with alarms going off. So obviously they walk past everyone and start walking towards what I'm going to assume they were aiming for their ship, but it looked like they were just kind of wandering to nothing. (laughs) And then, and then, yeah, we get to their miraculous escape. Uh, They, Two ships from the uh, rebel. What was the planet called again? Two ships from Jabin show up, gun down the entire platform. They hop in while Reva is doing some real sick moves, deflecting those those blaster shots. Huge lasers. She's really awkward as she's doing it, <laughs> but fair play to her. She is deflecting some real big lasers, and then they fly away with only Wade lost. So successful round. My boy Wade. Yeah. I bet you they make an action figure of him. There's no way there's not a, a way. No <laughs> that that man is already stored in amber with a big smile on his face. It's fine. Yeah. Um, he was straight in the smiley machine. One of my last notes is, <laughs> Wade got fucked. <laughs> and of course we do see Vader as well at the end, where um, he comes in, he forces Reaver up into the air, and he's really disappointed into it. He's been a bit of a bad bitch. Uh, and then she explains mm. that the tracker is in fact in the droids, on Leia, on the ship. It's all in amber. It's theirs, baby. Yeah, and then Vader says to her, yeah, but we've got loads of ships. Why didn't you just chase after them? Oh, no, sorry, this was me. <laughs> 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 they got so many ships there. Yeah. And they all like, ah, oh, shit, they're flying away. Wish we had something we could, you know, follow them with. And two ships approached. They were worried about like being detected as just two people walking into the base. Two ships approached. There were no sensors. There were no alarms. There's no stormtrooper who just goes, well, there's two ships coming towards us. Yeah. Yeah. On, on a moon that's orbiting around Vader's favourite place, Mufasa. Oh, is, I didn't know that it was orbiting Mufasa. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I, think, I think that's what they said at the start. But I guess the idea is... The reason they put the tracker on is that even though they could be, they could follow them, they want to know where the rest of... Are they the rebels at this point? Is that what they are? The path. We're not called is it the, the rebel alliance? Or? I guess. So overall, boys, what do you think of the episode? How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I mean I've already asked you two. I, uh, oh, that is true. I really, I really enjoyed it. I, like, yeah, it was a step down in pace from the last episode. But, you know, like we've said, we needed that. Yeah. And I, I love a rescue mission. I think we got to see... A little bit of in, uh, a little bit of um, insight into some of their characters. I didn't hate Leia in this, you yeah. know. She's grown on me. Yeah, definitely. She was all right. And apart from all of the nitpicking that I've thrown out, <clears throat> and there was a lot more that I didn't say, but you know, you can have too much of that. Um, I really enjoyed it overall. There is one thing I thought you'd mentioned that you didn't. Or was it the cracked glass? Uh, oh, I do want to touch on that in a sec quickly. It's when Obi-Wan <laughs> does a spin for absolutely no reason whilst blocking lightsaber bullets. <laughs> he did a full 360, baby. I noticed it, but I kind of expect it at this point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> One per series. Um, the Crack mm. Glass, uh, I think that was a reference to Fallen Order as well, because you do that at the end of a game to get away from Darth Vader, and he also holds the water from rushing in 
Obviously, he's a lot more worried about it. He's all electric. (laughs) (laughs) Predictions? Where do we think this is going? Well, we're gearing up for the the big Vader fight, aren't we? But next episode, I think we're going to be on Jabin. We're having a bit of a scuffle there. And then it'll all accumulate towards Vader and Obi-Wan finally fighting them, getting away, Leia getting back to Alderaan. And then finally, we know again, Obi-Wan Kenobi is the master... Vader's the learner? Is that what he says? Student? Yeah. Apprentice. Learner, I think. Yeah. Um, anyway, everything will you know fit nicely back into place. I just... I don't know how we're going to get to the point where Obi-Wan makes up that gap in power. Like we're, that we're seeing, like we're seeing Vader doing all kinds of shit and then Obi-Wan is failing to hold a piece of glass <laughs> in one piece. It's a lack of confidence. I'm sure that's what we're supposed to take. Oh, so next 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 episode is Obi Wan regains his confidence. <laughs> is that what we're doing? Yeah, he gets up on stage and he really conquers well, his. Well, sure, we're going to get that Rocky scene you mentioned. I- I'm hoping for it. I've got a bet on. But I'm looking forward to uh, to Obi Wan getting his courage back. Um, <laughs> I I do think that we're going to see more of this base. It feels like. We kind of, it feels like it's too much of a fly-through. And there's all those Jedis there. Are they just going to be left? I mean, maybe they are. I think they're dead. Um, well, yeah, they're yeah dead. but give them some respect. Sure. Um, you put a smile on their face. <laughs> well, they've got surprise on their face. <laughs> Dress them in their favourite outfits. Maybe, the, maybe they'll break back in, break them out of the amber, pop them in the machine and give them a, a, yeah, take the shocked face, take the shocked look off their face and give them a smile. And then put them back in. Slide them back in. Slide them back in. <laughs> um, but apart from that, yeah, I mean, Obi Wan, he's he is getting some confidence back. He's he was looking a lot better in this episode mm-hmm. than the last one, despite having a burnt arm. Um, so I can see it happening. I think, yeah, he'll get his courage back. He'll get a little talking to by Quiet John. And oh yeah, of course we've still got that. I to forgot go. about that. Yeah. We're still waiting on Koi we're still waiting on Koi gone. We are. Well we are. We don't know if anyone else is. We are, yeah. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my predictions. I am starting to think that we're not seeing Hayden Christensen mask off acting until he is defeated in the final scene of this show. So it's getting towards that point now where I think it's gonna be um was it uh, Empire Strikes Back where Luke hits the fake Vader in the face and part of the mask yeah. comes off? I think that we're going to see something yeah, like yeah, that. Exactly like that. Also it's happens me. in Rebels. Um, okay, yeah. well, there you go. I'm a genius. Um, I think a lot of the last episode... What did I say? Like I think a lot of the last episode will be a fight between Obi-Wan and Anakin. Otherwise, people will be majorly disappointed. The last really great lightsaber fight we had was Revenge of the Sith between those two. You know, I'm not saying they have to match that, but they have to give us an equivalent or what was all this for. I want to see some some spinning lightsabers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just spinning around. (laughs) (laughs) What is that all you've got, boys? That's all I've got. That is everything I have. Well, let me put you out of your misery then. 
Be sure to join us again next week when we take a look at episode 5 and keep your eyes and ears peeled all the way back because we'll be dropping a mini episode in the next few days where Carl will be asking me questions about Star Wars. Things like, what is it? How long a time ago was it? And how far is far far? Until then, <laughs> follow us at So You Think Pod on Twitter and So You Think That Was Good Do You on YouTube. And if you've actually made it all the way to the end, why not celebrate by leaving us a five-star review? God, it was hard to get through all of this. Oh, please do. It would really help us with getting the pod some visibility. <laughs> Thank you for listening and goodbye there.